0: How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another fucking exciting edition of this goddamn godforsaken show that I call Suck It. Woo! We are getting closer and closer and closer. Um, I, I, I've lost track of what date it is for you people. I've sold that before. Because I'm like a week and a half recorded right now. Um, getting you ready for these shows to make sure that I bring you... The the best of the best coming to you from Blue Ridge Rock Fest To get you ready To introduce you to these up-and-coming artists Therefore, when you don't want to watch a main stage band you do not going to say, oh, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and go back to my freaking you know, campsite And I'll come back later No, I want you to say, oh, you know what? Derek talked to so-and-so For example, today The band we have on Forever Rome." We'll be like, oh, Forever are playing right now. Let's go see them. Derek just said good things about them, and I heard them on the show. That's awesome. So let's go. I can do that. That's what I fucking want. That's the whole purpose of this. So, let's get fucking to it, shall we? We really should stop this fighting. Otherwise we'll miss the fireworks. There
1: won't be any fireworks.
0: And here we go. And welcome everybody to Suck hit! I am the great and powerful King of Kings, Prince of all that is awesome, Derek. How are you doing today on this beautiful August day? Whether it's hot, cold, starting to feel like fall, or whatever the case might be, I hope you're enjoying your day. I know it's starting to feel like fall up here in Northern Virginia, and I'm hoping that it stays feeling like this going into September and going to the festival because that's four days of outsidedness that I am either A, really looking forward to, or B, kind of looking forward to, depending on the fucking weather. So I hope your day is going well and everything else is going good for you as well. Today, folks, today, I bring you another band. Another band that actually just had a, um, a new single and video released today, um, about seven hours ago. And a uh, song called Lifeguard. And it is um, pretty awesome. The video is awesome. The song itself is great. You know, we're going to talk to them about that and a whole bunch more with the band forever we roam. Hey guys, how are you? Hey,
1: how's hey. it going? How's
0: it going? You know what? It's fan fantastic. It's a great day. It's a it's beautiful. <laughs> the sun is shining.
1: Yeah. Birds
0: that. are chirping. I mean, it's, you know, it's like 79 degrees outside right now. It's fantastic. I can't complain.
2: Can you nice send? Too. Can you send some of that our way? Because right now it 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 currently is really cloudy and at the same time feels like Satan's nether region. It's just like hot and humid. Like it is awful. <laughs> it's disgusting. Where are you guys at? We're in Charlotte, North Carolina.
0: Ooh. I mean, yeah, it's
2: not too far, but still, still pretty different.
0: Yeah, you're about four and a half hours away from me, but yeah, it's um, it's seventy-eight here right now, actually. Um the low tonight of fifty one is beautiful. mm mm-hmm. Sorry. It's <laughs> very nice.
3: So We've good, like three more months of this probably.
0: I, I like I've been saying, I'm I'm hoping that going into September, um, you know, that week, you know, the ninth, tenth, eleventh and twelfth isn't too bad. But I mean, who knows?
2: Yeah.
3: If it's a repeat of Epicenter twenty nineteen, I'm gonna be so upset.
0: (laughs) Okay,
4: Epicenter twenty nineteen didn't even have like public access to water for the first couple of days. You had to like buy water at the stands if you wanted water. So yeah, let's let's hope we don't have that so we can actually
3: not to mention the tornado. Oh, yep. That, like, like, borderline. Not to mention the tornado that
4: canceled the second day, but yeah. Yeah. I was concerned about the water. Yeah. Well,
0: (laughs) nothing could be as bad as um, what happened at uh, Woodstock in '99. So,
4: (laughs) that'd be legendary. You know what? Let's see if we can get it this year. I think we should, like, break the record or something. Worst festival in the world.
0: (laughs) No, uh, Firefest took that one. That one didn't even happen, and everyone was stranded on a fucking island for three or four days. Um, with no food, and no bathrooms, no nothing, so.
2: Oh, I remember that. Who?
0: That was Ja Rule. Who
2: started that? I can't remember. Ja Rule. Yeah. Yes. Yep. That was, that's still the funniest thing in the world to me. I'm so glad I was too young to go, because I totally would have looked into it. Hmm.
0: Yep, that was, uh, a very, very shitty situation. That just absolutely sucked. My computer became unclubbed. Hold on a second.
1: There
0: we go. Okay, cool. Um, Yeah, that was just a bad situation. And then when it happened at... um, Woodstock 99 was even... Was just absolutely a train wreck. Tearing the stages apart. Setting shit on fire. Uh... Porta potties were overflowing, not being drained. There was little shit and mud all over the place. It was it was bad. If you get At a chance, the lineup
4: was good. The lineup
0: was fantastic. But if yeah, you get a chance, like, check out on uh, HBO Max the Woodstock '99 documentary. It was just released not too long ago, and it's crazy. I mean, I, me and my girlfriend watched it last night, and I was like, God damn, I'm glad I didn't go.
4: <laughs> I saw like a YouTube documentary on it, but yeah, I was looking at that as well. Just, it was just crazy, just hearing about all the crap that happened.
0: Yeah, that was my senior year in high school, and uh, I was like, I gotta go. This is a great way to celebrate my, you know, my graduating high school. I'm like, no, I'm glad I didn't go.
4: Yeah, I, didn't. I don't think any of us existed then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks for making me feel old, fucker. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm
4: sorry. I know that's fragile. I'm so sorry. <laughs>
0: I just turned 40 this year, you know, and, you know, my girlfriend's, like, not even 32 yet. She's eight and a half years younger than me, and she lets me, she reminds me of that all the time. Like, back in 2004, you mean when I was in uh, fifth grade? Shut up! (laughs) (laughs) That's (laughs) awful. Yeah, but the thing about it is, I tell her her this all the time. You know what? I'm the old fuck that, you know, landed a young hottie, so, you know what? Who's the, who's the, who's the dumbass now?
1: (laughs)
2: yeah
0: i <laughs> mean i mean i'm only 40 i mean but i feel like i'm 60. so does that count yeah okay
1: we'll go I, with that then. Counted.
0: I down huh? <laughs> yeah I, I most days i wake up and my bones are cracking and you know it's tough to even get out of bed it's like oh fuck <laughs> but you i mean know. i'm
3: i'm barely 20 and i feel like that Yes, definitely like, felt
4: that one. It's like, I don't have to write to say how old I am, but sometimes I do bend down, and when I like get back up, I make an old man noise. And I'm like, <laughs>
0: I just made an old man noise! I'm 18 years old! What? I have a child your guys' age. I have a 19-year-old that turns 20 this year, and you're just making oh, no. it feel... Making me feel great over here. You know?
2: <laughs> well, you, you can... I, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to, I don't want to like flex my uh, old soul or anything, but uh, yesterday Shut I down. did say the phrase, um, oh, I ate a lot of casserole. I better sit down. So I, I think, <laughs> I think I can, I, I think I can consider myself. For words like, yeah. As long as you don't say I, things I like. I genuinely said that and made fun of me for the rest of the night.
0: As long as you don't say things like back in the day, you're Okay. <laughs>
2: I think it's I,
4: inevitable for, I, like, everybody.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I unfortunately Breaking
2: say it. Day, we didn't have roads. We took the wagon to school, and it was uphill both ways.
0: Yeah, we didn't have buses back when I went to school. I had to walk through the snow in six feet of snow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
2: we that... took the horse and buggy and we wrote out our times tables on stone tablets.
3: I'm really regretting being in a band with you right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, there's nothing wrong with that. You know?
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's just every day is just full of regret from at least one of us. At least one of us to quit this band at least one time. Not yeah. particularly
4: from each other. It's just sometimes we... Do, we there's a lot of responsibilities with this. And sometimes we're just like, what? Why did we choose this? Why did we actually actively choose to do this?
2: It becomes worth it eventually.
4: Like loading up gear a into different. a car
3: <laughs> or
2: a music video on top of a parking garage when it's ninety degrees and someone didn't drink water.
0: All I day. drank
3: a lot of water. It was, it, I was just like where
0: Hey, you know you know, to, <laughs> you know, drink water saves lives and make sure you you know, drink plenty of water while you're out there on set you know, that, that stage that day. Holy shit.
2: Ooh, yeah that's yeah.
0: Oh, yeah i mean it might be 80 yeah. 85 degrees whatever but when you're upstate on on stage and full gear whatever you wear and then on top of that the lights and the sun beating down on you it feels like it's 110 and it's gonna be ridiculous oh
2: yeah oh, oh
0: yeah. yeah we've been
2: there I'm, I'm getting like a shot of adrenaline just thinking about it you <laughs> though it's a month away
0: yeah it's fear for me it's fear. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, by the time I mean, this airs, sometime next week or the week after, I can't remember what I got you guys scheduled for. But, I mean, we're going to be like three weeks out at that point. And it's going to be, you, uh, you know, the, the, the days are getting closer and closer and closer. And the thing about it is, you know, <clears throat> this is not just, in my opinion, this is not just your average festival. And, and that's why I've taken the liberty, right. and you know, to start doing this these shows and these episodes the way I'm doing them. Because it's not going to be just another festival. It's, it's something more than that. It's bigger than that. It's, you know, all these other festivals are doing three days. This one's doing four. All these other festivals are bringing in maybe five, 10, 15 local regional, you know, independent acts. Blue Ridge is bringing in 80, you know, there's going to be so much exposure over those few days. It's going to be unreal. And the things that they're going out of their way to do for bands like yourselves, is in my opinion is just above and beyond what is you know required of them and i, I think a lot of yeah. bands are going to walk away with some big things happening for them and when they come out of that weekend
2: oh, yeah. we are immensely grateful for the opportunity yeah. i mean when we got the email that we had gotten a spot on the festival we just immediately hopped on a call and we probably all just screamed and went, oh, my God, oh, my God, yeah. for, like, an hour. And then we've done that every day since then, I think. And, like, we still we're, – we're just so thankful for the opportunity to play because it it's, it is a huge, huge chance for us. Yeah. And we will definitely not be taking it for granted.
3: And, I mean, going back kind of to what we were talking about earlier, like, we're all – barely 20
2: <laughs> i'm 17
3: yeah like we're, don't, go,
2: don't put me that close to 20 yet <laughs>
3: like we're fresh out of high school playing this festival and i think we'll probably be the youngest group there
0: um so far out of everyone i've talked to and i've talked to 20 plus bands already uh for this festival you are the youngest as that i know of oh my goodness gracious yeah.
3: <laughs> i mean i'm still gonna be in high school like jt and i are still gonna be in high school when we're playing
2: Yeah, I'm taking time off of high school to play the festival. That's such a bizarre... And I can't even, like, brag about it to my friends because no one at my school listens to metal, like, at all. All the the cool metalheads graduated with Alex's class because he and I went to the same school. All the metalheads were in his class, and there were, like, three of them total. I was going to
4: say, like, there weren't that many. Yeah, there (laughs) were, like, three of them total. What are you talking about? But I can
2: flex it to my physics teacher because my physics teacher was a metalcore producer in Nashville, and now he's nice. a physics teacher at a high school.
0: <laughs> That's a weird I love turn it. from metalcore producer to teacher of
4: yeah. physics. Physics teachers are <laughs> always the peculiar ones, in my opinion, or in my experience.
0: Yeah, um, my, uh, ex, my ex-wife is a teacher, and let me just tell you, teachers are the, a crazy breed of people. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Absolutely insane. <laughs> Like, the shit they do behind the scenes. They're the, they're like the, the freakiest, most, oh, yeah. Don't even go there. Yeah. Um, (laughs) She's an ex for a reason. Let's put it that way. She's an ex for a reason. Um, She doesn't listen to the show. It's fine. (laughs) I make most of these jokes for my my girlfriend, so she gets a laugh out of it. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: but um, no, like you said, I mean, it's a huge honor to be you know part of something like this, something so big. Um, you know, over the course of the four days, one hundred and sixty thousand people, as much as forty thousand people per day, it's gonna be yeah, absolutely insane. Yeah. you know yeah. um, oh <laughs> but this, but at the same time. You know, like I was just saying, one of the hardest parts of this for a band like yourself, because I've been doing this for a long time, I've seen show after show after show, festival after festival. I've never been to a four day festival, but I've been to many, many one day and two day festivals. And Mm -hmm. the rising, you know, the rising star stage, you know, the second stage, whatever, never fills up. You know, it doesn't. Um, Or even like if it's a one day festival And it's only one stage Or two stages that are side by side You know, the smaller bands that play the beginning of the day Nobody's there They don't start showing up until halfway through the day when there's bands that they actually Quote unquote want to see You know, and they're just wasting their money at that point Because they're not getting the full day event But something like this Where there's potential to have that many people On the first day, second day, third, whatever You know I want to make sure that your stage during your set time is as full as it possibly can be you know I don't know what time you guys are playing um but you know around that same time could be a band that they nobody else really wants to see up on stage you know on the main stage you know it could you know for example it could be adelita's way hypothetically who knows and yeah you know adelita's way might not be everyone's cup of tea so instead of saying you know what I don't want to see Adelita's Way. Let me go back to my campsite and have a hot dog. No. Walk over to the fucking, you know, stage and say, oh, let's go ahead and see what these guys are all about. And you never know who you're going to come in contact with. And you never going to know what's yeah. going to happen. You, yeah. you can end up walking away with your new favorite band of all time. Who knows?
4: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. From my concert experience, I, if I ever have wandered onto you know, just any other stage at a festival or say, gotten to a show like much earlier than say most people would, I have never, ever, ever been disappointed from what I've seen. And in fact, I've always walked away and been like, yo, that band, that that for those first couple of bands were amazing. And I will genuinely follow them from here on out. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I remember back in, I can't remember what year it was, 2010, 2011, somewhere around there. Uh, the year that the uh, Blood album came out from uh, In This Moment. They were playing, you know, the second. Yeah. They were playing the second stage of a local festival in Orlando that I, where I used to live, and um, there was maybe, you know, they played right after Volbeat went on the main stage, and not every, it, you know, was that was going to be Papa Roach right after that. Everyone stayed for Volbeat, and you know, right from Volbeat to go to say for Papa Roach, not many people gravitated over. There was maybe. 150 200 people there tops at a 30,000 person festival. Nobody went and watched in this moment. Fucking in this moment. Now, 10 years later, 12 years later, whatever it was, now one of the biggest fucking metal bands out there. Nobody went to go see him, but I got to see him live and in person up front, right on the fucking edge. And I even got to touch Maria's hand. You know, like. That's oh the kind of stuff God. that you could end up seeing. And that's the kind of a situation. <laughs> I can see that you obviously are a big Maria Brink fan. Um, <laughs> you know, you, yeah. <laughs> this one in particular. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can tell.
3: Yeah. I saw Maria, I saw in this moment at uh, Carolina Rebellion 2018. Right? Yeah. It was yeah. You, yeah. That was 2018. As well. And like, my, I was with one of my, with my best friend, and she she knew them a little bit, but, like, I really loved them, so I was like, let's go see them. We were, like, way in the back, and, like, I said, Kristen, I'm going to meet up with you later at the other tent. I'm crowd surfing, because I wanted to get right up close, see how close to her I could get. It was the best experience of my life, <laughs> and then now she's, like, a huge In This Moment fan, too, so it's like, if I hadn't dragged her to that show, she would have never. It's, like, the same kind of thing.
0: This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Check out betterhelp.com slash SIPod. Life is full of stressors. It doesn't matter who you are or what you have. Your life is probably stressful. I know mine is. Some days I question whether or not I want to get out of bed. Or hell, I question whether or not I even want to wake up. thanks to BetterHelp, my days get a little bit easier. As someone who suffers from generalized anxiety disorder, PTSD, and bipolar disorder, I'm very thankful that I have BetterHelp on my side whenever I need them. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera. You don't want to. It's so much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you may be able to gain. See if it's for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And Suck It podcast listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com/sipod. Better help, BetterHelp.com forward SIPod. That's BetterHelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P p.com. com slash si pod experience full plates and fuller wallets with America's best value meal kit every plate makes home cooking easy and affordable as a much cheaper alternative to take out but just as delicious think about it no more having to go to the grocery store with three four five six kids planning out the meals looking up recipes then prepping those meals cooking those meals and All of that stuff is gone thanks to EveryPlate. EveryPlate makes it easy and affordable to cook hearty, delicious, family-pleasing meals. Look, I was just a skeptical, but that first box that came in with the recipe card and pre-portioned ingredients, it was so delicious, but what's even better was that it was easy to make, and I got it done in 30 minutes or less and that's the way most of those meals come together. That leaves more time for you to spend with your friends and family outside enjoying the summer sun. So now, take your chance and try Every Plate for $1.99 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code SUCKIT199. Get started with EveryPlate for just $1.99 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code SUCKIT199. That is a up to a hundred dollar value. Everyplate, America's best value meal kit. I think we lost. Okay, we lost.
1: No, nope, that was my we bad.
0: It would come that back. was me. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm I muted myself. We thought it would come back. <laughs> no, I muted myself. <laughs> no, that okay. was all me. Um, no, okay. and you're 100% right. You know, speaking of somebody like Maria Brink, and you know, um, one of the things that I've really truly enjoyed about doing these episodes, you know, for the last almost two years that I've been doing the show, you know, 240 episodes in, I love talking to bands you know especially metal and hardcore and metalcore whatever bands that have women in them okay um because for when i was growing up in the 90s you know in the 80s there was a bunch of women rockers you had the heart you had you know Joan Jett but then in the 90s it ceased to exist you know other than like the cranberries who were like pop rock there was other than Dolores o- O'Riordan there was nobody else in the rock scene, as far as females go, in the 90s, it wasn't until mm-hmm. Evanescence and Amy Lee came up in early 2000s that really kind of paved the way for what's going on today. You know, Amy Lee is owed a huge debt of gratitude, you know, for what she did for women in this music business. Mm-hmm. But now, 20 years later, removed from mm-hmm. you know that to see all these different bands that are now featuring women, lead singers are women, front women are you know women, you know all these different things. It's someone that raised two girls, you know, a 19-year-old daughter um, and a... Now she'll be 11 in a couple weeks. You know, to have these positive female influences in music is really, really important for me and for them. I remember my my 19-year-old's 13th birthday taking her to see her very first concert was fucking Lizzie Hale and Hailstorm. Really? Lizzie got up on stage oh. and... <laughs> Lizzie got up on stage and my daughter started crying. I mean, it was that emotional. It was um, but oh. now to see, like... You know, Tatiana from Ginger and the Butcher Babies and, you know, again, Maria and, you know, um, uh, Courtney LaPlante from Spirit Box and all these powerful, you know, know, women coming up and just saying, we're fucking here. Fuck the patriarchy. We're here to make a fucking name for ourselves. It has been absolutely amazing to watch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure.
3: I mean, like. I grew up listening to Amy Lee in Evanescence my whole life. So like and you're kind of right, like I never really saw any other women in metal until the last like probably ten years. Like I like growing up it was like Evanescence was the only like female metal band I knew and then I discovered Flyleaf, so Lacey Sturm has become like a huge influence of mine. And then like Courtney LaPlante now is like huge. Yeah. She's Oh yeah. Like Phenomenal.
0: Yeah, what they've like, done in the last year without even releasing an album, you know, their debut know album's coming up in a couple weeks. Yeah,
1: and they've week
0: made like... this much of a name for themselves in a year without releasing shit <laughs> like, other than singles here and there. It's amazing yeah. to me.
2: Yeah. Like, I found them when they released Blessed Be. Yeah, um, me too. Right? At, yeah, so you know, that was, I mean, they were not huge around that time and then i just kind of watched them explode especially when they released holy roller and people were like oh my god she can do that
0: yeah what
3: she's one of the best female screamers i've ever seen in my entire life like her and tatiana from ginger i was just gonna
0: say don't forget about tatiana but i I, actually i I do think maria takes the cake as far as singing goes she's and and, because singing and screaming because maria screams in key yeah that's true She's got a fifth octave that is un- unparalleled. Now don't get me wrong, all the other singers we mentioned here are that caliber of awesomeness, but Maria Brink just takes it just up a notch.
3: Yeah, it's kind of hard. I've never seen anyone come close to doing what Maria Brink does because she's got very a very unique style to her harsh like vocals that I've never seen anyone really be able to do successfully. So like, she definitely stands out and is like, I, in a weird way, like I, I kind of put her in like a different category because yeah. I like, I'm, cause I'm like, that's great, but I know I'm never going to achieve that. So I'm going to like look for these other artists that I know are a bit more achievable for me. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, in my opinion, Maria Brink, isn't just a great metal singer. She's an overall great female performer. That I think, Mm -hmm. you know, if she ever got any type of the recognition or any type of press that she deserved, she would, when, you know, she would end up being in the same talks as people like Whitney Houston, uh, Adele, you know, all them, you know, the, the powerful type, you know, voices that they have, she would be on the same level as them. You know, she is, it's just that she doesn't get the, the recognition she deserves because she's metal.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Exactly. kind of the downside of being a metal musician is that like lack of respect for (laughs) the type of music we make because it's like yeah i mean there's artists that i've listened to that have such such beautiful powerful voices but because of the kind of music they make they don't get put with they don't get that recognition from the i guess like the mainstream Mm -hmm. media
2: Not to sound like a raging gatekeeper or anything, but honestly, it's kind of cool that way because you never really hear people becoming uh, friends—not never, but over pop music. But with metal, if you find someone else that listens to metal, you're like automatically besties. Yeah, that's like, like metal fans stick together, which is pretty cool.
0: You know, so it's actually kind of funny that you mentioned that Um, (laughs) because my current girlfriend. the woman that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. um, That was actually the first thing that we bonded over. Um, See, that's
2: what I'm talking about. Was
0: (laughs) metal. I mean, we instantly clicked and said, this is holy shit. I mean, before we even met, her and I made plans to go to this festival together way back, you know, however long ago it was that we made these plans when they were first selling tickets. Um, And we were like, we don't care. You know, I don't have anybody else to go with. You don't have anybody else. To go we're going together, regardless of whether or not this works out romantically or not. Um, because that bond we had over just music in general, the, the metal scene, and obviously everything's evolved since then. But you know, that was that first thing that brought us together. And it's one of those things where it's so nice to have that type of, you know, a friend, girlfriend, whatever in your life to where when you get in the car and go somewhere, you don't have to argue about what's on the radio. Or when you're sitting at home in bed or you're just sitting on the couch or whatever and somebody says, you know, hey, you know, I'm not going to say her name, um, play such and such, you know, you know, and you're like, okay, we can fucking do this, you know, versus like something else, you know, it's, it's, it's an insurmountable bond that just is unbreakable in so many different ways. And I fucking love it.
4: Oh, yeah. I feel like that energy is also carried like with actual festivals as well. Like whenever you go to a metal or rock festival, there's just this energy in like the crowd where everyone just kind of feels like your brother and sister, especially like a mosh pit. It's like, we're all here together just having fun, having a good time, listening to the same exact thing. Like, I feel like it's unparalleled from what I've seen from like, okay, I have not been to many other concerts other than rock and metal, but like that being said, Mm -hmm. I I just, it's hard to imagine that type of just such powerful energy being matched like anywhere else.
3: Yeah yeah I like, go ahead sorry um i've always i've said my whole i've been going to festivals since i was 12 <laughs> so like i i've always said that i never feel more comfortable and more myself than at a metal festival because everyone is there protecting each other trying to make friends like i've made friends in crowds that i've never seen again in my entire life but i still remember those people like
2: yeah Blue Ridge will be my first metal
3: festival. Oh my God. Just my first
0: festival, generally. So, your first, so wait, 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 (laughs) wait. Hold on. So, not only is this your first metal show, that metal festival, but on top of it being your first metal festival, you're playing (laughs) at your first metal festival.
2: Yeah. I am playing at the first metal festival I'm ever going to. That just sunk in for the first time. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> You're telling me.
4: We're going to need to bring lots of water for JT here.
2: Because um, from... I, was, I was raised in a family where metal is not really an acceptable thing. So the concerts that I have been to include um, Taylor Swift, Brad Paisley, like mostly pop country. Mm-hmm. And I saw nothing more. And that was the coolest show I've ever seen. It was nothing more... Palisades bad of flour. Mice and Men and Bad Flower and that was like the coolest That was twenty nineteen, wasn't it?
0: Happened. Yep. Yeah, um I went to that same show, but um Palace was it wasn't Palisades that was there that day time, it was uh um New Year's Day. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. Yo, New Year's Day. Segway. <laughs> <laughs>
3: we have a really funny thing about New Year's Day. Um their two most i guess previous guitarists two previous uh, members
2: Brandon of, was a bassist
3: Brandon, two previous members of New Year's Day actually produced our album
0: Fantastic which,
3: which yeah. is super cool <laughs> That
0: is very very cool. Um Yeah. So we haven't really talked much about the music so let's go ahead and dive into that. Um you know, I always like to either talk about the music at the very beginning or um you know, talk about it toward the end but You know, I don't like to talk about it too much and I do that by design because, you know, people are going to listen to this episode and they're going to go listen to your music. I want them to know who you are. You know, it's like I said in my email, you know, my whole thing about this whole show is, you know, mental health. Now, we -hmm. didn't really talk about mental health per se, but we kind of did with that whole positive female influence thing in there. And, you know, what music means to us. And and that's what I want people to know. Who you guys are as a band. You guys are still, you know, barely 20 years old. You even have somebody who's still in high school. 17 years old in your band. And you guys are having this honor and privilege of playing such a huge fucking set on a a day as somebody like Breaking Benjamin is playing. Mm -hmm. You know, who are you guys is the whole idea of this, this show. And I think you guys have really kind of... Um, definitely made that statement. And I love that about you guys. So thank you very much for kind of coming with me on this journey so far. So. Yeah, thank you for uh, having us. Oh, dude, it's my, my pleasure, you know, the, (laughs) to be able to, you know, I started this journey back in July, early July of deciding, Hey, I'm going to do nothing but talk to bands, going to Blue Ridge and playing Blue Ridge until the, the festival and the, the outcry from all the bands man, when I started, once I started emailing and contacting everybody has been enormously amazing. And I just, I can't thank you guys enough. So, you know, no thanks needed from you guys, but thank you. You're a busy guy. So stop thinking about what to wear and just embrace the radically efficient Mack Weldon daily wear system. The daily wear system is a selection of clothes rooted in smart design made with performance fabrics and built to work together from breathable t-shirts and polos to stylish button-humps and shorts, underwear, and beyond. Mack Weldon makes it easy for you to dress for work, leisure, and play, or wherever your summer takes you. Imagine waking up on a Sunday morning, coffee's made, pancakes are on the stove, you smell bacon, you get up out of bed and you slip into your Mack Weldon Sunday lounge pants, eat yourself a nice breakfast, being comfortable. Because that's what Mack Weldon's all about. Comfort, especially in those Sunday lounge pants. And guess what? They're not just for Sundays. And then immediately following that, you can throw on your silver knit polo and your radius shorts and head out to the golf range and have some fun with your guy friends and drink beer and just be cool and comfortable all day long. So buy some time this summer with Mack Weldon Daily Wear System. For 20% off your first order, visit macweldoncom slash Suck It and enter promo code Suck It. That's macweldoncom forward Suck It, promo code Suck It for 20% off Mac Weldon Radically efficient wardrobing. 18 months ago when everything kind of shut down, one thing I never thought we would lose is music. But unfortunately we did. Bands couldn't get to the recording studio. They couldn't fly in their favorite mixer or favorite producer. There was just no way of putting out new music. We lost a lot. And music was one of the things that hurt me the most. And I'm pretty sure it was you too. That's why you listen to the show. But now music is coming back and bigger and stronger than ever. And thanks to Raycon wireless earbuds, they sound better than ever. You know, on this show, we focus a lot on music Mainly metal and punk and rock. And trust me when I say, Raycons are the best way to listen to this type of music. They come with a bunch of gel tips for your comfort. And unlike other brands, they don't stick out of your ears. And Raycons have 32 hours of battery life. Let me go ahead and say that one more time. 32 hours of battery life. So you can listen when you want for a really long time. Plus, they start at just half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good. Plus, they come with a 45-day happiness guarantee, so you really can't lose. So go now and create your own soundtrack with Raycon. Right now, Suck It podcast listeners can get 15% off Raycon at buyraycon.com slash suckit. That's right, buyraycon.com slash suckit to save 15% on Raycons raycon.com slash suck it raycons the best way to listen Mm -hmm. um so you guys just released the single today Mm -hmm. and you mentioned that the album is done as well when does that come out august 20th august 20th pretty soon so two weeks Mm -hmm. how are you guys feeling right now it's very excited,
3: very excited, very nervous, because, I mean, I guess I'll talk, like, our previous album, I don't know how much you listened to our previous album, is not metal in the slightest. It's not. <laughs> it's very indie, and, mm-hmm. I mean, that was kind of just... Kind of how things were and then <clears throat> lynn and i were kind of introduced into the band but that album was already written so we just figured we'd put it out yeah and then we made the switch because the metal stuff was what we as the new version of this band wanted to make really badly yeah. mm-hmm. so it's been very interesting of people being like you guys say you're a metal band but you have this weird indie album out so <laughs> we're very excited just to have the, the, the stuff we want to be coming out
0: so <laughs> let's go ahead and be completely honest um so yesterday, you know, um, me and my girlfriend were sitting around. We were, you know, prepping for today's shows. Um, and, you know, I'm like, okay, let's listen to the bands that I'm talking to tomorrow. And we started listening to you guys. And we listened to pretty much the whole album. And I didn't know how to really feel. While it's good music, <laughs> while it's great, it's a great album. There's, there's nothing wrong with it at all. It is well put together. You know, it's very lyrically sound. The, the cording and, you know, the progression of everything works perfect. So, but you're right. It definitely has an indie vibe to it that doesn't fit in the metal scene at all. And I was kind of like, I'm not really sure how I, you know, they're great, but I'm not sure if it's my cup of tea. And then today I went on your Facebook page and started getting ready, really ready for today. And I saw this release and I was like, let's check it out. Perfect. and i said what the fuck i started to question <laughs> i started to question whether or not it was even the same band and there was some other band out there called forever we it's rode not, together it's,
3: it's really not the same band
4: it's just not it's not the same at
0: all <laughs> yeah this song punched me in the face and said how the fuck you doing and it really you know it was pretty i was, I was taken back and i was like That is a cool, cool ass sound. That right there, you guys really (laughs) found your niche, and you guys hit it out of the park with this track. And honestly, if the rest of this album is that good, you've got a hit on your hands, guys. Thank you so much.
4: Thank you for that. That's exactly what we wanted. From from (laughs) like as far as the reaction from people was
2: just being like. Yo, what? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. And I can tell you that Lifeguard is the most lyrically heavy, but the one of the least musically heavy. There are some other songs on Towers, the album, that are like, like there are low growly screams and there are like really fast double bass. So Lifeguard is definitely one of the more dialed back tracks from the album. And that was done very intentionally because we wanted to take people by surprise with Lifeguard and then release the album. And have people go have the same reaction after Lifeguard, be like, oh my god, what I didn't know it would get heavier than that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> awesome. I mean, you guys stepped it up and you know, again, nothing away from that first album, nothing away from it at all. It's just a completely different sound. Again, it's not my style of music. It's not. While it's great, yeah. you know, it's, I, it's like yeah. It's yeah. So yeah, I just don't, and I, just, I don't want you to be insulted because um, it's nothing but compliments. No. Oh, no, it's, um, we, get, we get it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. but this, so, like I said, I, I was immediately hooked. I was like, this is not the same band, and um, obviously, it's not. And you just explained why, um, and you guys did a, a huge jump, a huge leap from that, and you guys really made a mark with this song.
3: I really think we did, like, because we, <laughs> we we have a pretty good, like, small cult following right now, and, like, everybody that kind of started following us has been there through self-titled coming out and kind of through the process of getting this new album done, and everyone knew that we were going heavier. But I also don't think people quite realized what that meant either. Yeah, Because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we, played, we played a show in June, and it was our first show back since the pandemic. Like, we first show with this lineup. I mean, the band has gone through a couple different lineups the last couple years. And, like, people who knew us from what previously had come out were like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Like you want yeah. to
2: say something <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> but my parents are definitely part of that crowd uh, my parents have not they, I haven't let them listen to a couple of the song on, songs on Towers because I know they're going to be too heavy for them um, <laughs> but self-titled was our, our self-titled album the last one was very much that, that was a lot of the influence of our original singer so if you listen to our first EP that came out Tales from the Beige Couch the singer on that is not Michaela it's a different singer Um, And when we went to the next album, she had kind of pushed for the softer indie vibe. And at the time, I was still starting to get into metal because, I mean, when we started writing self-titled, I was 15. Um, So I was still starting to get into metal. And I was like, yeah, indie's cool. We can do that. And then she ended up quitting. We got Michaela in. And we were like, well, we want to do metal now, but we have this indie album. What do we do with it? We'll just get it out there. and so we actually started writing towers the metal the first metalcore album that we've done so far um a couple of months before self-titled actually released so we had one of the singles from towers written like completely finished before self-titled even dropped nice um we we just kind of always planned on towers being heavier but it just kind of snowballed as we went along and it just got heavier and heavier as we kept writing and we were like I guess this is I guess this is what we're doing now. All right, this is this is cool. This is cool.
0: Now, have you guys thought about um, potentially rewriting that first album and kind of like doing a reimagined album of it and kind of metal coring it up?
2: I never thought about that, but that would be like we could do Control Freak, Heaven, Home, Hell, Machine. Machine. There's there's some songs on there that would be really sick, done really heavy.
0: Just throwing it out there. You know, that whole, <laughs> it, that gorgeous. whole you know, redoing a song re- and what they're calling it, reimagining, you know, yeah. is, is the newest thing right now. So, you know, you could do out a three or four song EP just doing that. So yeah. just throwing it out there.
2: <laughs> you might have just given us an idea. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, you know, again, I mean, it's an idea, It's a, a, but it'll also give you guys even more to play at festivals yeah. like this and be able to play the old tunes, but now in a more metal way. So. Just like that. yeah, yeah. throwing it out there. Um, <laughs> but you know, I'm going to go ahead and uh, for my you know my listeners, my fifty thousand listeners, I'm going to go ahead and we're going to play Lifeguard now. Um, kind of give you guys and give you guys at home listening in your car um, an opportunity to find out who these guys are. And then as soon as you're done listening to this song and this rest of this you know this podcast. Click the links down below in the podcast, you know, in the description where it says, you know, what this is all about. And click their shit and go to Amazon, go to Pod, uh, Apple, go to Spotify, follow them and listen to their shit. And follow them on social media. Do all that stuff. But for right now, since you're in your car or mowing your lawn, and I don't want you to fuck with your phone. I'm going to go ahead and play the song for you right now. So here <laughs> we go. Lifeguard by Forever We Roam.
3: Rather share space with the devil. i know rather be alone. No, it's not ideal, but I need some. Is the air I breathe, or is water gonna suffocate me? Yeah, my demons floating from down below. water gives them halos. I hear voices, but not the light ones. With no heart of stone, I'd be on that beach right now.
0: That is such a good song. I mean, no doubt in my mind, that song is really gonna uh, gonna open up, you know, a great little thing for you guys. When people listen, like you said, they well, you want people to under, you know kind of go, "What the fuck with this song?" and then go into the new album, and be like, "Holy shit!" So I think you guys have done that. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I, again, I think this is you guys have really found your niche and found your sound. Um, it's. Phenomenal, Michaela, you are a fantastic vocalist, and I think you have a great. All four of you have a great career ahead of you, um, and you guys are lucky to have found someone like her to lead your guys as a band.
3: Yeah, tell him that. Please
0: don't inflate her ego. (laughs) You know, well, you know, it it, it is what it is. Um, But no, in all seriousness, you know. Um, you guys again are badass. Um, I, I can't stress that enough. Um, things are going to be good for you guys.
2: Thank you so much. We really appreciate that, and that that really means a lot to us. We're we we still, I mean, we're very much a small high school college band, um, just kind of starting to make our way. So that that really is very encouraging and means a lot to us. Absolutely.
0: Good. I'm glad because again, you guys deserve it. And again, to be so small and so young and make that jump the way you guys did and make it seem like you guys have been doing this for years, because um, that's exactly what it sounds like. You guys sound like a seasoned band on this on that track. Um, and it's I think I think good things are going to happen for you guys. So you know, as a small band, as a young band. You know, take it for somebody who's been in this business a long time. You know, on the entertainment side, not just music, but whole. You know, the whole entertainment business for a long time. Never let the personal shit get in the way. I've seen it happen so many times. You know, from great bands like, you know, Rage Against the Machine and System of a Down, and even bands like uh, Slipknot and Corn. You know, so many bands have been. Absolutely destroyed by inner workings. Find a way to make sure that you guys maintain being a family. Don't think of your guys as yourselves as fans. I mean, friends. Think of your guys as yourselves as a family. And fights gonna happen. Family shit is gonna happen. But how you guys come out in the end is only gonna make you stronger. And that's just you know my word to you guys. And take it, or take it or leave it. But that's how I feel.
4: That is some very good advice, though. Thinking about it as like a family rather yeah. than friends, because you really can't just like abandon family in that sense. You know, whereas yeah. friends, it's always you know. You
3: they come and go you know when when i when i was first approached with joining this band
2: (laughs) we tricked you
3: that's a whole story of me joining this band that is a whole story anyways (laughs) you jt had told me that being in a band is like dating five other people (laughs) because i mean we see each other multiple times a week we're talking to each other constantly Luckily, we haven't had any major disputes. Like for the most part, don't we, say that.
4: <laughs> we, don't say knock <laughs> We're we'll Yeah,
3: yeah, okay. Thank you. <laughs> I got we'll you. We'll be fine. But like, we're pretty solid. We all have a lot of the same morals, a lot of the same creative visions, and like. Uh, and we're pretty straight up with each other, too. If we don't like an idea, we're usually like, I don't know.
2: Good. And sure, it hurts your feelings in the short term, but in the long term, like, it keeps it keeps you from sheltering bad feelings and just kind of letting them build. So I think the honesty is definitely something that we've got going for us. And mm-hmm. like you said, treating it more like a family than friends, that's, that's, that's very, very good advice. And I'm yeah. sure
4: there's definitely a lot, like, more that we have, like, ahead of us as far as how, like, things will go, like... As much as we say like things are pretty good right now, I'm sure there will be a lot of like way more challenging things between mm-hmm. us in the future. But um, I think just taking in what you said is actually just a really good mindset in general. It's just keeping in mind that like it will be worth it in the end It's yeah. just to kind of stick together like that.
3: We yeah. take care of each other. Good.
0: In yeah, and, and one last final piece of advice. Don't bang each other. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: that's good advice thank
3: <laughs> you. Oh no, my family. <laughs> Dating
2: within the band is... Is it forbidden? It's forbidden. It is like a cardinal sin to date within the band. That is, Except
3: Lynn and that is I horrible. are in love. Well, but you guys are already married.
2: Okay. So. <laughs> there's the okay?
3: Platonically right. in love. Absolutely.
0: See, that's okay. That's okay. Um... But no, I mean, then you have like a whole no doubt situation going on, and that didn't work out oh, well, god. did it? Yeah. Oh uh, so. no. Um, yeah. I don't know how bands oh, like Skillet god. survive, to be honest with you.
2: Oh my god. I know, and a lot of people don't really know this about Spirit Box, but they're—I mean, Mike and Courtney from Spirit Box are a married couple. Correct. Yeah, they are. I—I I just don't know if I could ever possibly be in a band with my significant other. Like, I could never be in a band. I, I love with my, my girlfriend, I just... <laughs> and I love that my girlfriend is separate from the band i don't know if i could deal like having both in the same thing i like i like keeping them separate
0: there you go
3: yeah for sure especially if um there were a breakup that would be really awkward (laughs) yeah that
2: would be done too
3: yeah that's that's why
2: we don't have abba anymore yeah
0: that's yeah that's why we don't have no doubt anymore um yeah (laughs) yeah um yeah, and or you'll end you'll end up with one really great song out of it, but that's about it. Um yeah.
3: <laughs> Or just write a whole album like um, what's your, Olivia Rodrigo. There we go. Just write a whole yeah. album, make a lot of money,
0: and just call it a day. Yep. Or you know, or, or you just kind of go the Taylor Swift route and do nothing but write songs about your past love lives and just yeah. be that be that person. Um, pays the bills. Pays the bills. <laughs> But no, in all seriousness, you guys, like I said, I think some great things are going to happen for you. And I really wish you guys the best. And I cannot wait to see you guys perform on the 9th.
2: Thank you so much. We would love to meet you and say hi in person when you're there.
0: I will Um, be there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You you don't think I'm going to grab you guys and I'm going to put a microphone in your face face to face? We're going to do this. (laughs) Yeah. Let's (laughs) do it. Let's do it. (sighs) I mean, as
3: long as it doesn't overlap Spirit Box or Breaking Benjamin, I think we'll be solid. (laughs) We'll be fine.
0: Because I'll be there as well. I'll probably be with you guys <laughs> watching together. Um, yeah. We're there. Yeah. yeah. Me and my girlfriend already discussed what bands we're going to go see and when, when we're going to work. We've already discussed that. So, um, yeah. 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 Then those two are off limits. So, yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're not working on that. <laughs> um, but, yeah. But, no, seriously, we will definitely hook up while we're there. Um, you have my contact information, my phone number is in the email. Just shoot me a text and we'll definitely get together.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: Mm -hmm. sure. All right. Well, guys, again, thank you so much for coming on. Everybody else at home, go listen, again, to the song Lifeguard. It's available now. Video's available out now as well. Links are down below. If you have your ticket, September 9th, they will be rocking out and ripping your fucking faces off at Blue Ridge Rock Festival in Danville, Virginia. If you do not have your ticket, it was sold out up until today. There are a limited amount of tickets that have just been released. Go get your tickets now if you can If not, and it's already sold out again Sorry Um, But (laughs) Guys, thank you again so much for being here And don't forget what I always say Be happy, be healthy And as always, stay fucking heavy See you guys later, peace